Play what the you music talking about? It's coming it's in. Baseball. Here we go. Come on. Come on. Come on. We got we got my man Joey Sadik up in here. <laughs> Explosive. <laughs> what it do, what it do, baby. <laughs> do 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 Come on, man. Alright, let's go with it. <laughs> Why you keep turning it down once you hit the space bar? Cause he's trying to do an echo Shut in, up. echo out. Oh, we still recording. Yeah. Okay, yo, we still live up in this. What's going on, y'all, man? Smooth in the building. Welcome to the Chicago Sports Cypher. We got um, Fish in the building. We got my man D in the building. Uh, J Black, Explosive J Black, or J Black Explosive? You don't, Black. you don't know? You don't know? You don't know? I don't know. And uh, Uncle Daddy Uncle Daddy is in the building, man. So, uh, <clears throat> yes, <sir. laughs> yeah, it's something like bro, that, man. Bro, so, uh, Uncle Daddy. Just welcome to the podcast, man. Y'all have fun, man. Uh, we gonna get right into it, man. And just ask everybody, man, how y'all been doing during this pandemic, man? Same as always, kicking it, Joe. <laughs> just asking people like that, like they can't answer. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get a pause on this. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Daddy, how you feeling, man? How- I feel good. It was great working from home. Uh, it's a different experiment for me. Uh, but uh, overall, it's been good, man. No complaints. Kids healthy. I'm healthy. Wife healthy. Life is good. You sure you healthy? And you said a different experiment. You doing different experiments than this experiment? Yeah, you did say that, bro. Okay, we gonna keep it moving. Jay Black, how you feeling, man? How's everything going? Like the Grim Reaper, um, horny as hell. Uh, all my hoes, they jump ship. I got no bitches at the crib. Okay. So bitches and hoes, huh? Yeah, man. You just gonna say it like, okay. <laughs> Hey, this is no filter, okay? No filter. That's what it is. But we're not we Chicago sports cipher, not okay. This, this ain't horny Uber, Uber horny, <laughs> Uber horny. <laughs> Saying that at all, okay? So, uh, man, this is our podcast. Uh, just want to ask you, brothers, man, why y'all joining a uh, uh, Chicago sports sports cipher? We'll start with D. You know, I've been doing shit for a minute. For a long time, brother. Talks, you know, I just like to talk sports, man. The real, unfiltered. No Stephen A. ESPN motherfuckers scared to say what they want to say. Exactly. Jay Black. Man, I think this. Um, thank you for the invite. Appreciate it. Um, your vision that you told me earlier before I got on. Um, I think it's gonna be something good. Something great. I want to be a part of. Uh, the reason the way I got Jay Black was I tried to go out for um, BET 106 in Park as a host a long time ago. And they didn't pick my ass because I was super nervous. So this is my second opportunity in the podcast. Ain't no cameras. I know it's the radio to give it a, a go. You know, an athlete from tried out in the D League to played in college, from you know alleys on crates and in high school and pro. And now all his bitches are gone. <laughs> yes, that too. Oh, so you ball for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, okay, yeah, my yeah. bad. Yeah, he. Who? Yeah, so. I thought you just dressed like Tom Shepard for nothing. No, 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 no. It can't erase what we were. It can't erase what we were. Yeah, so that's that's that, man. Nuts on. Right, right. Hey, yeah, he touched the backboard when he walked back in, man. He touched the top of the garage. He was like, man, I dunk on it. Like, all right, we do the podcast. Uncle Black, I mean, I mean, Uncle Black, damn, Come on, man. shit, Uncle Daddy. Uncle Daddy. I don't remember the question. Well, unlike Joe Black or uh, Uncle Black, what? 
whatever Joe, Joe Black, Joe Exotic, whatever. Joe Black, Joe Dirt, Joe, Joe, Joe. I'm gonna call my man Joe because he got a lot like of different names. Of us in Chicago. Yeah. Unlike yeah, right him, um, I never played in the CBA, ABA, NBA, uh, but I did play in the ABA. Uh, for those who know, they know my name out there on the West Side in the alleys. Know, Alley Ball Association, baby. That's what I did. I played ball. I was a two guard. But the reason I'm, I'm saying, saying Lord, oh, I'm on the west side, baby. Check me out. Check my check yeah. my status, baby. Yeah. Check my status, yeah, we we got to check them books, check, yeah, cuz. Check my status, Nothing about him say ball. He's a boy's body. Check my check check my profile, baby. You know what I'm saying? Real quick, real quick. So you know what I'm saying? I'm from the west side of Chicago and uh I really appreciate the opportunity for my man Smooth having me in on this podcast. Uh I like to talk sports all day every day. That's pretty much what I do. Uh, my son's an athlete, his dad, like I say, athlete. That's what we do with athletic family. And we do have a, 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 a real quick, man. He's graduating. Well, he's already graduated from eighth grade going into high school, man. So, uh, yeah, big, big ups to that. Big ups. Big ups. Big ups. What's up? What's up? Where, uh, he decided where he's going to school He's going to go to Phillips. Phillips Academy. He's going to play football right. there. He's going to do his thing. All right. And, he's uh, a young man status. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Boy. That's what boy. And he uh, he's, also, uh, he's also got a, a page. He's doing uh, some, some different work as well outside of doing sports and uh school right you want to plug that real quick well ain't too much to plug right now however he's getting his own youtube page um he also doing his little tiktok stuff he's just trying to get his name out there as far as all the sports he plays so be on the lookout for dante henderson jr uh number 80 he's on youtube facebook tiktok instagram He's on all that stuff, but uh, most of it is all sports driven. And the Vino Vino plays. Uh, that's my other son. My oldest son. He's 21. He's in Indiana. Uh, he's a gamer. He's a video gamer. Uh, his YouTube is Vino Plays. V I N O P L A Y Z. So check him out as well. My kids are doing big things. Proud of him, man. Hey man, that's what's up, man. So um, <clears throat> reason why I joined the Sports Cipher, man, or created the Sports Cipher actually, uh, is to be that voice uh, for the voiceless, like D was. Uh, talking about uh more times than not in uh um sports talk over the radio you only kind of hear things from a different perspective from one side of a perspective and not the other so um we created this podcast a long time ago uh just trying to you know chime in and, and 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 get that voice to the voiceless i know a lot of people uh call in to shows on ESPN 1000 and 670 to score and sometimes they don't even get on or uh, their comments are cut short because they're you know it's paid for you know by corporate sponsors and that so you don't want to hear certain type of barbershop talk but this is what it is we'll try and filter what we say but sometimes we got to say what we got to say all right and you guys can always comment and like or hate or hey Come join the cipher with us one day and get in this in this uh in this zone with us and uh and let's debate. So I'm gonna pass it to uh, Uncle Daddy, man. We we got some topics to discuss. Uh what we st- what we discussing today. All right, the first topic we're gonna get well, this actually gonna be the entire topic of discussion right here, fellas. We're gonna talk about the entire last dance episode. Uh covering the Bulls. Uh they they playoff runs, the first three second three what y'all thought about the series how you feel about it and we're gonna kind of dive into different areas 
of the first three opposed to the second three and what you all feel about it. So, but we're going to cover it all as a whole opposed to episode by episode. So diving right in, I'm going to go to my man D to see his thoughts on what his thoughts were for the last dance. Well, my thought for the last dance is I, I was, I tuned in and out of it. A lot that was said, you know, I was, uh, I was around for all of it. So all the little stuff that they were saying, I already knew about. Uh, people were talking, you know, basically when it first jumped off with the last dance, it was uh, a way for people that didn't really understand who Mike was, now they understand. So it really wasn't the last dance. I thought the last dance would be about the Bulls. The last dance was really about Jordan and uh, who he was as a basketball player. Uh, with that being said, it's also for all of us that's from the city, man. I don't, I don't think a lot of people realize that a lot of us looked at Jordan like a bigger brother, man. So all them days losing to Detroit Pistons, we felt that shit too. You know what I'm saying? And uh, since the 85 Bears, we thought that's the only championship we would ever see. And for my man to get down and do what he did, and according to today's time, I can understand why a lot of people say, man, Mike was this, Mike was that. What he said that resonates so much, winning comes at a price. That was my next question. What was your favorite quote? Man, you, that's I my think, favorite quote. Your, I think you just you dabbed into winning, it. Winning comes yeah. at a price. Yeah. And if you ever played any kind of sports, I was a baseball player. And one thing that I was always taught playing sports, you have to be willing to do what the next man wants. So you got to be willing to be in the gym, the first cat in the gym, and the last cat to leave. And it ain't the gym. You have to be the guy after the gym, at the crib, still hooping. Even if you just got a, a messed up, bogus basketball rim in your yard, you still got to be. If you ever played any kind of sports, it starts with a kid, but you the kid thing never leaves you even when you play sports as an adult. Do all y'all remember when you had a basketball in your hand and it was just you and one rim and you thought that you was Jordan yep. or you yep. thought that you was Patrick Ewing or you thought that – and all the time nobody told you, but you were working on your game. I was Steve Kerr. Fitz, whoever. Fitz was Charles <laughs> Smith getting slapped up underneath that rim. Whoever, you was working on your game. And sometimes when you then when you got around other guys you was playing, all you remember is what, you, what the hell you was working on. Oh, this is what Barkley did. I'm only five foot eight, man, and I'm out here trying to beat niggas like Bark, and it worked. Joe, I thought I was robbing. Did you Did you watch the last day? Yeah, I seen all of it. So, yeah. what, what your, your your take <clears throat> on it? How you feel about it? Um, you know, honestly, like going way back as a kid, you know, at first, what I got from it on the positive side was, uh, I thought Michael Jordan was like just a, this magical dude. He just like, you know, God was like, here go basketball, here go Michael. So, you know. From the last dance, I didn't really see that he actually put in a lot of work. You know, he was mm -hmm. hitting the gym, mm -hmm. um, and like D said, like you know, he was the last one out. You know, so um, and his worth ethic was like like surreal. You know, and that, and as a kid, I didn't see that um, part. You know, as working out wise, um, and now this series that um, I'm glad it came out because it was about Michael. Is I'm tired of the LeBron talk. Yes. I'm 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 glad to see 
this on video and a new generation to see what I've seen when I was a kid. So I, I definitely appreciate this, this documentary. Fish? I know, first of all, let's get some background on Fish. He's a Florida cat. Um, he really not a Chicago fan. Not sure if he's a Michael fan or not, but did you watch Did you watch the last dance? If so, how did you feel about the whole documentary, docu-series as, as, as they call it? I watched the last dance and, I, and I'm a Michael fan. I think, I think it was, unless you were from a town that had your own superstars, then you, you gravitated towards Mike. You knew who Mike was if you were coming up during that time. So, uh, no, I respected his game and you, you knew he was a game changer. You knew that when he was on the court, something was going to happen, you know. You can't win them all, but it's like they're not going to lose that many. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was good. It does come at a cost. A lot of people, they want that, they want that level. Yep. And we, and we you know, you, you, I don't want to put LeBron down because he's a wonderful player. Yeah, he is. Great player. Mm -hmm. And even off the court, his activities off the court are even, are even greater. So, but he's, I mean, he's just not Mike on that court. He's not Mike on that court. You know, you can't tell me that he's Mike at, at any level, but he is a great player. So, yeah. So, coming yeah. from Florida, who would you compare? Who is your idol? You've been from Florida. Did you compare it to Mike? It was it was Mike. It was Mike. It was Mike I, all I wasn't, through. But I wasn't a basketball player, so I didn't I didn't necessarily want to be like Mike. We more so played football, maybe a little baseball and stuff like that, too. But Mike was that guy. But I, once I started getting, like, in the middle school or something, I wanted to be Rodman. I just like grabbing boys and stuff because I was like, I ain't going to be no scorer. I'm not going to run point. Let me try to get these boys. I was trying to hope to get like six, eight, and then be robbing. They ain't happy. And you lost a that in life. Uh, uh, <laughs> you, you totally lost a that in life. You know what near that? That's uh, cool. Oh, yeah, I'm that, sorry. That, that's real. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check Fat Tony on the west side to see <laughs> if we can find this two guard. In Dante Hendricks. In the alley. In the alley. ABA baby. Let them the ABA Smooth. alley ball. What, what'd you association. take? What'd you take from the whole docu series? Um. Just to echo on what everybody said, man, uh, this younger generation has gotten to see what it takes to build a team, to go through the troubling times with a team, and then come out on the other side of that team with success and how to deal with success uh, as you grow and as you build. Um, you don't run. Um you, you don't go and build somewhere else. You stand your ground. And if this is your team, then you be everything you need for that team. So uh, Jordan was everything to me as a kid. Uh, I wanted to be everything Mike was. Uh, on the court as a basketball player, I really just thought that he was just, you know, just that guy. So to actually have to relive that through this series and see it again, man, it, it – it, it had me just like, man, I was 13, 14 years again, old again, cheering and just like, man, you great, know, I'm great time to be in You know what I'm saying? I'm great I'm time. I'm looking at highlights and great I'm like, dang, yeah, Nick, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Great and my son and, 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 and my fiance looking at me like, what you doing? You you just talking to the TV. Man, fuck that. So you already seen this, you know what I'm saying? But um man, it was great seeing it, man. And and I got I I took a lot of things from it, which we will dive into uh but i'll 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 give another quote uh which i'll chime in on in depth later have some respect for the guys that made you a profitable organization 
that's going to management. That's a whole different. And and yeah, and it's it's stuff. really finna be a shot at management. Like I said, as as we delve into it, but just having that respect, and it also plays true in today's game. And I know this is a local sports podcast show, but you know, we'll have days where we that statement holds true to even guys like LeBron, and why LeBron done bounced around the different team to different team. Having respect for the guys that uh, made you a profitable organization uh, is something that I'll, I'll, I'll definitely keep with me, man. We all want that that seven title, seven, you know, eight. seven and eight. Too, we definitely so wanted it. It's uh, five of us here, and out of the five of us here, four of us have spoken of LeBron's name and the Bulls podcast. So that means that guy's name or game carries some kind of weight. It's respected. It's respected. Yeah, it's respected. Yeah. Now, if somebody uh, brought it up first. It wasn't oh, listen, we just brought it up first. The only, so time, only time anybody has vigor for LeBron is when you say, He's better than Mike. Or when yeah. they say he's better than Mike. You got right. to be out your damn mind. I mean, mind. just being in a gold conversation that, 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 with that, Mike is crazy but, too. But I'm saying that doesn't that doesn't take anything away from him. You know, me being right. from Chicago, I wish my man would have never had knee injuries because then it would be a real conversation. I agree with that. Totally you know what I'm saying? About or the, or the other on. man not wanting all of them end up in South Beach, and now you're crying because you're 26th on the, on the NBA rankings and list. That's, you, I, I want to go there, too, because I think, Wade, you hurt your goddamn legacy by teaming up with him. You were on your way. And we're going we're gonna to get to that, fellas, but check this out. Let's, let's do this. So in this era, let's say the first three runs, the first three championships, how many of you guys actually, me, I know I lived it, I was there, um, but I was still young. How many of you guys actually were out there doing the parades and doing the riding and doing, how many of you guys are actually old enough to really, so I, how many I had them without TVs having to look at that tape to say how great Michael, how, how many of y'all actually witnessed VCRs and Yeah, without looking at all these tapes. I witnessed, you witnessed, it. I witnessed it? it before the championship. So you uh, knew about the mic before the yes, mic? Yes, I was there with the shot with Elo. I was there before that. I was there when Mike first got here, and the Bulls was straight trash. But it was one cat on the team that was scoring down there 25 30 a game, Reggie Theus. Are you playing football? Yep. yep. Um, when uh, it was Reggie Theus and Orlando Warriors, they was they was out here doing it. And when Mike was talking about, you know, somebody he went in the room as a rookie, catching his with the cocaine or whatever, that's their crowd. Uh, the point guard. Let's let's right, let's start right there. Hold uh, on, I'm gonna start right there. So, going back to the last dance, how many of you guys feel that Michael actually snitched on his teammates? He didn't snitch when that. he gave no names. How many of you guys think in a docuseries? Because a lot of – Horace Grant, we're going to get on let's, – let's talk controversy right now. Okay, let's go there. Let's talk this, controversy. This, this, this is – okay, everybody's saying that Mike snitched. you saying that Mike snitched to make you feel comfortable with yourself because this is the year of the fucking rat. All y'all snitch. All of y'all. Everybody snitch. Uh, we can go back to the guys I love, Master P. You know I had to pistol whoop Pimp C. What are you talking that business for? That man dead. Yeah. Why are you doing that? You snitching for fame, B. All y'all snitch. Each and every. This is the year of the rap. But do you think Mike actually snitch? Listen. On who? Horace Grant or that situation? On, on that situation, you say I walked in. And so let me tell everybody you on the team was doing cocaine okay, and drinking beer. He could have kept it to himself. But everybody know when David Stern took over the lead to get rid of all of that, it wasn't just the Bulls. Do y'all remember Roy Tarpley? Mm-hmm. How many times he got put out the league? It was because of cocaine use. 
going back to that, when Mike was a rookie, the point guard was Quentin Daly. That man was missing for two weeks. They could not find him. You know where they found that mob? On the west side in the motherfucking closet tied up. He was a hype. So he's snitching. We didn't have, if, okay, if we had social media and iPhones and camera phones and shit back when Mike played, you wouldn't call it snitching because you would have knew about it. know about it. Yeah. Joe? <clears throat> no, I don't, I don't think he snitched. I mean, he was just, he was just, that's what his experience at the time, that's what he said. And there ain't nobody in trouble, you know what I'm saying? Nobody got kicked off the team. That's in the past. I mean. Well, I'm going to tell you my thought process. I don't think he snitched at all. My thought process was it was a more to me Ralph and I was smooth and I we discussed this. I think right now. I thought it was more of a teachable moment to say, "Hey, to teach what? The teach I'm the hey. I'm I'm look how he turned out and to say my teammates doing drugs. It's okay to walk away and turn away from that and still become great. You honestly don't know that's what he did. He just said I saw them and I walked away because now he was brand new. But once you get in the it league, don't you it, don't know what he but did. But we're not talking. We don't know what he You're right. We don't know what he did. But it's like. But it, it's still a teachable a, moment to say kids, it's okay to walk away. But now them people. And still be great. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not condoning what they did. But now them people sitting at home with their kids and grandkids. And they're like, well, you was on that team, weren't you? Was you doing booger sugar? But the thing is, he he said he didn't. And that's, that's all we can take him. away I'm from I'm talking that. about the other players. Because it's 12, 15 players on that roster. So right. it's like, even if you wasn't doing it. And I don't know. But. Mike saying that that don't mean that Mike wasn't doing that. So you trying to fault Mike for what? No. Somebody, and he, Mike got his own flaws. So you you getting on somebody does. for doing drugs? He does. You getting on somebody for doing drugs? But you see how his marriage turned out. And I, ain't, I ain't saying that, but Not it's just like his marriage. And and then other stuff. So you got to look at that. So it's like I got my demons. So I'm well, not going to well, tell on you. Well, let's, about let's, you. Let's I don't do think he because I don't think he told. That's my thing. He did. What did he, he tell? All he, he said now, was people, all he said was people not doing no, drugs. No, people knew what they was doing. And I turned. I didn't want. That's not me. So I turned around. No, knew. And that's between them and they got. But Mike coming out trying to say he just he just good to two shoot like I don't do that. Mm, so so so. And I and I but I so 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 so. Hold fast, hold fast, hold fast. What does that got to do with him playing but, better basketball? Like but, oh I don't do cocaine so I'm playing better basketball. But it, a teachable moment to say and I'm still great. But also but so what if he what if he said what but what if what if he would have said so I stayed and then I did the drugs. That's him, that's, you, that's him you saying want, him I'm, now. That's a, you can tell whatever you want on yourself. Okay, so let, and me, I'm not let, saying, let, me, let me say this. Without social media, and we talk about Mike talking about Cassius doing cocaine. Here's in the 90s, 1993, they beat the Phoenix Suns, right? What happened to do after 93, Richard Dennis? What was he? Drugie. A, a cokehead. How do you know that? And we don't got social media. And social media don't even I talk about So is... I think when you do a docu-series or a documentary and you want to believe it and be authentic, certain shit got to be told that you didn't want to tell. So up until this point of this docu-series, when have you ever seen Mike say, man, these motherfuckers back in the day was too cocaine? He didn't say none of that. And, and 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 I'll add to it. But you ain't never said it. Why you gotta say it now? It, do, it, didn't, it doesn't change it was, anything. Listen, I agree with what you. you did. I agree. I agree. And I'm not you. saying I'm not saying oh, it's go ahead and do cocaine and it's all. What was good the qu- what was the question behind it? They so asked like, him why do you a even question. Need to say that? They, why are, do you even need to say they that? asked him the question. They, they asked him a they question about his experience as a rookie. They asked him a question. He gave an answer. If you listen to what he said, he didn't drop names. He didn't say anything. All he said. But you're on the team. 
Stop it fish. Like, stop fish. This ain't stop. like this no high school. Like everybody in high school is doing cocaine. But pause. But pause. But pause. It's a winning on the team. Person team. Hold fast None though, of those fish. Those guys was with him when he won championship. Yeah. Exactly. So None it's like them. a twelve to fifteen person team. So if you telling, it, it ain't hard to figure out who was on that team. Go do a search. But I'm saying though, the team. These are the names of the team. The teams that so you act like with? well hold fast hold fast so are we are, so are, so are we gonna act as if whether Mike said something or not on this docu series that people couldn't look up these players and find out what they were doing that these grandkids and kids couldn't look up what their fathers and, were doing and they and they might know it why are we trying to go like, so hard on on on, not, on what he gave us his that, experience that, that we sit up and watch Mike. NBA TV on TNT and Charles Barkley religiously. Tales and Shaq religiously tells about things that happen on their respective teams, but we're Nobody not having a podcast have about, about them. Exactly. First of all, because we keeping it to the Chicago sports cipher. But if we want to get into just NBA talk in general, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Said, Fish, let me finish. I'm pretty they are sure doing things that I didn't agree with. I'm and pre- I left. I'm pretty sure. That that's almost the same thing. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you'll hear everybody. Everybody that, that got a story. A, that could be anything under the sun. They could have been drinking, which. And he, he still turned away from it. But he drinks. But he turned away from well, it at night. Well, they let, asked him about let, him let, let at that time. And he let, also let, still did say that he, he had been cheating. He had by well, that nature. They could have been gambling. I'm, I'm glad stuff. you brought that up because let me ask you this, because now your man was on all those championship teams in LA and he caught AIDS, but my man sitting over here talking about he was a virgin for all that time. <laughs> Which true what is true. <laughs> Talking about AC Green. AC yeah. Green said he was a virgin. Yeah, he did. And Magic, you know, they called Worthy in a car full of a uh, uh, limo full of hoes. Uh, Michael Cooper said after every good game, it was a good night, Joe. So, so is that not snitching? That, yes. Okay. Yes. Right. And right. this is before social media. You had to actually go read the book. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And what? And, and the book was what? Play a snitch. And the so, book didn't come out until dude got on TV and said, I got... You did. So what pimps he say, uh Pippin ain't dead to just move to the website. Snitching ain't dead to just move to social media. You know what? And these platforms that these players have. I think, so, I th- so I guess we gotta figure out then what is it then it, is it okay then? Shit. No, then I think That's I true. think I think the discussion is not more that they, they said something, it's like more so is it Why did you it, say it? Yeah, why why are you saying they, they asked him a question. The, the way the narrative of the, the last damn producers, directions, they kinda broke it down when he was in college. He's a rookie. He was working out, he was exercise to build that story up. Right. That's he, what it was. It was building the story. You go. It was that, that's exactly what it was. He had control over that story. whole story. He, he had did. control over no, that whole story. No, the, the, the director. So if he says that, it's like, well, at least Mike didn't do cocaine. But, but um, it, 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 if he they did know, it, they, if he they, did it or that's not, what they did the whole documentary series was about this. He could have. He could have. This is what it took for me to be who I am. Nah, I ain't do no cocaine, but I was fucking with them niggas that was. So this is what I'm. This is basically what I'm saying. This is why motherfuckers say you say it's snitching. In a way, yeah. Okay. You ain't do no cocaine, nigga, but you hung out with the niggas that did. So let's take. Okay, I put you like this. Let's take the six teams that won the championship. Nobody on that motherfucker team wasn't doing no coke. <laughs> Rob, forget man, get the come on, the man, man. The man who want to be Robin, yeah, right. come on, Robin man. Doing, that nigga's doing everything. Oh, I'm speaking hey, of everything, you got, I'm saying, you gotta, I mean, I, but I I'm saying I'm, though, we not, don't know though. We don't know. No, so no, not, no, no. Out of the real, oh, now, we know. No, uh, out of the real, uh, yeah, we know. <laughs> out of the real, we, now, we know. It's the, always <laughs> you imagine. It's always yeah, right. that you don't think you you will. Oh, who doing coke, Robin? 
It's probably Steve Kerr. It was Paxton ass doing Jeb Bushler. Jeb. Oh, you know he you know doing what dope. That nigga's on coke. Yeah, that coke. Look at your crazy ass coach. Oh, well, yeah, they, yeah, they, they, told, his yeah, he they told his story. Yeah, he was already. Yeah, they told his story. He ain't stopped. <laughs> we ain't here about the rehab. Hey, it stopped. Keep rolling. Speaking, speaking of the Come coach, on, man. how do you all feel about Pippen handling that situation when Phil decided to put Kukoc in mm. over mm. Pippen and Pippen threw a tantrum? So pretty much people were saying Pippen was a bad teammate. Nah. And he had a lot of tantrums. He shouldn't have. How do y'all feel about Pippen being portrayed as a bad teammate? I understand. And Mike, Mike, per some people, that is throwing him under the bus. He, he kind of did. He did throw him under the bus. He kind of did. And that's the only part of the documentary I didn't agree with. If it's the last dance, that shit happened before the last dance. That happened in the middle when you wasn't there. So your perspective of that, you were playing baseball, B. And on top of that, they were homies though, and, and yeah, okay, they, they, homies, they were homies. But I'm saying, fam, had built up the equity, and then other than your fucking boot, you left. I'm the fucking guy of this team. So, so I agree. I agree on a a, a culture standpoint. That ball should have went to Cool Coach, but I agree how he felt as the star player. Uh, this happened not too long ago when the Bulls played Cleveland. And Black called up a play for somebody else, mm-hmm. and LeBron said, "No, mm-hmm. fuck that. Give me the ball." Mm-hmm. Or y'all also heard uh, if, if you, we all Bulls fans, and 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 we pay attention. This was said well before this docu series uh, came out. Mike, what uh, Mike and Pippen both said, "Hey, look, man, there were times Phil was drawing up uh, plays in the huddle, and they come out the huddle, and Mike and Scott." Scotty had this thing, man. This is what we doing over here. So, so that did that lead Scotty? No, no. And and so my 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 thing with that no. is, uh, again, if we if we going towards the docu series and how it played out, Jordan was wherever he was at playing baseball, and he was watching the game and saw the same stuff that everyone else saw. Scotty throw a tantrum, right? Jordan said he called Phil and was like, "Man, you know this ain't gonna leave with Scotty." For the rest of his career. It's the only thing that he said to Phil on the phone. According to the docu-series. And I think. the Some of the issues that people have. With the docu-series is. If they wanted to just focus on. The last day and that last title run. You're not getting 10 parts. So they tried to go here. But then also take you back. Right. And like yeah. you said. And they did a player focus. Every, every player. You know what I'm saying. So, so, so they trying to give everybody. They they shine. So to say that he threw him under the did Mike necessarily throw him under the bus? Yes or no? I don't. Yeah, I, yeah, don't yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think he did. I think he. I think he made a comment again. He said he, he did that, but it's like man. You but that's his, me no money. Okay, that, that's, that's his opinion. That's his opinion. That's his opinion. Move and D. We always in the garage. We always having these debates about you know bulls. We always talk bulls. We talk Chicago talk. Yeah. And my thing about it was this: Phil as a coach is a phenomenal coach. He's great. Yeah. He's a great coach. So my thought process was, in his mind, I'm going to protect my franchise player at this point, not which only, is Scotty. Not, not only protect him, I'm going to win Because if, if Scott, I'm going to win the game because I know Cool Coach can hit this. And sure, but also, if Scotty missed miss this shot, going he down will as... be ridiculed and be fucked up for life. Not only will he feel bad, criticism by the media, Criticism by just everybody. He so I'm going, so he's not he Mike. He's not Mike. He can't take, that. He can't he can't take, take this criticism. So as a as a as a coach, I'm gonna say, you know what, Scotty, sit this one out. 
He knew his players. I got you. Let's let's if if Cool Coach miss, that's not gonna be that much. But media behind but, but, it. But take it. Don't forward. But it's a it's a great coaching uh, job. Was. I feel it was. It I was great. Not, not only did Cool Coach hit it, Scotty looked like. <coughs> The shit villain. because he and he cried. He but cried. I'm saying, though, but if he tell, missed that, but tell a whole series. This nigga Scotty damn them put them back in the fucking yeah, finals. Yeah, he almost did. Come if on it now. If it wasn't for that bullshit call I, by you, Holland, I agree. But it started I totally with agree. that decision. I, maybe feel, maybe feel so. Something. No, he. You're right. I'm, I'm agreeing with you because you got to You the coach. You got to You got. You got to know Phil your players. Phil yeah. know his players. Right, no, he said it he in the last But Scotty said, give me the opportunity but Scotty to show you. felt like, I, I've been under dude wing for this long. So this let is me, my opportunity. Right, at least right. let me I miss. I done sat here and watched all these times. But if he might hit these game winners, right. but let if me miss, get it. But if he'd have missed, can, it, been can Scotty handle the pressure of he missing that shot? He can't the pressure right now. People jammed down on him. So no, he wouldn't have. You know, other stuff in his life, too. Well, I got two things. Phil said in the documentary, like, Tony Kukoc, just hit a similar shot exactly previously he did. He did. so that's why he was like as a smart coach like you know what i you think it's this. good for a uh, coach yeah, yeah. to take it um but on the other scotty end you know like michael jordan always been in front of him in the spotlight yeah, like, exactly and so he i felt that. like you know he wanted it like d said he'd been taking them this far he felt like this is my team now mm-hmm. and let me get the last shot. So, so, so the thing is, this is what Scott. So, do felt. you think he could have handled the pressure if he'd have missed? No. Yeah, I th- I think you know what? I don't think so. I think I think he can. That's, that's he wanted I, I, that role to well, I'll put the you leadership like, to either make it or miss. And since he's the leader of the team, he won't have to uh, carry that on his burden. I, like, I, 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 it's I'm, his fault. I'm gonna put you, you know? like this. I'm gonna put you like this. It's a yes and no answer, and we could disagree on the no and agree on the yes. And here's the yes. If Mike was there, is Kuko shooting that last shot? No. Hell no. Not at all. But and, Mike can handle that pressure. And that Phil was, knows that. That was part of the docuseries, how and the media is all over Mike. That. And Mike can handle that. Pippen, I don't think he could handle that. Pippen felt like, I don't think Pippen I've been that. under Mike this long. He go give me the ball. But it goes back to the old That's, coach. And then when Phil Jackson came, because the old coach gave everything to Michael. So when Phil came in, he said, hey, check this out. You don't need to take the shot all the time. But I'm saying, though, right. okay, he right. told Mike that, and that's how they won the first one. But even yeah. after that, that we had one three. Mike left. Even after Field said, man, Paxson is open. Who has the ball in their hand with 1.8 seconds left? <laughs> Mike. Period. So at the end of the day, Phil Jackson threw Scottie Pippen under the bus, not the docuseries and not Michael Jordan. Because of this, they asked Scotty in the docuseries, "Would you do anything different?" He people, said no. People act as if Scotty didn't have a voice on the show, on this, on the series. He said it. If I had to do it, oh, matter of fact, and I'm paraphrasing. I'm not quoting everything he said, but he said, "Look, I messed up. I felt bad, especially when feeling them went in the locker room and said, "Man, I never thought that a player would quit on your teammates." Blah blah blah, That's whatever. The and the players had something to say, and they said Scotty had tears in his eyes. He said, "Yeah, I felt bad. I made the wrong choice. But if I had to do it again, he doubled down on it and said he would do it again." So, so what does that have to do with so Mike throwing Scotty under the bus? So Scotty, y'all feel Scotty was throwing the bus by Mike and the Bulls and all. I really don't think he was throwing under the what, bus. What, I, I, I don't. I'll go on record and say that I don't think he but was. Do you think in the Utah series was a redemption game when he had that bad back and he? Kept getting shots and playing, and Mike was like, "Hey, 
Just play. Play through it. Play. And he was hobbling up the court. Back hurt like I my definitely think that. so. Was that a redemption? I, 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 no, I definitely think so. You know why he so. played through that? You know why he played through that? 1990, when they lost against the Pistons and Scotty with the migraine. Yeah, you can't you know do that good, shit though. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you can't do that. That's a good point. You can't do that. Don't let them. Mike told that. My CJ, they'll put that. I remember that. Yeah, he said, say no. He said, man, you can't let them. Hey, Mike, he threw one of the buzz then too. Exactly, he did. Mike threw one of the buzz then too. He said, man, you can't let them see you cry. Yeah. Now to Jordan's revelation, we couldn't have won none of this shit without Scotty. You could. He stopped crying. All right, watch this. I got a better question. You could. And one, just one person, one answer. I'm going to go around the table. Starting with you, Smooth. If Jordan, take out Pippen, boom. Who is the player that you can insert in the Bulls lineup and the Bulls still win six without Pippen, but you insert this person? Who would nobody, that be? Nobody. Well, in today's game or back then? Back then. Oh, and just any in, 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 any year. Nobody. Insert the player right now to play with Mike. And they still win six championships. I mean, the guy we're going to debate later, LeBron. LeBron. I don't think. Okay, that's your fish. You saying, well, take out Scotty and leave Jordan? Leave Some, Jordan. Somebody from that era. That and, era? No, from any era. Uh, well, Kobe. I mean, if you, if you, well, that. But if you, mm-hmm. if you think about it, I mean, Horace Grant might be the only person. Nope. Nope. At that time. But I'm thinking like nobody really. Nobody. It's, nobody. it's just you. You don't. I mean, and that's a you testament don't, to Scotty. Yeah, so that so he has every right to get upset at that. Like I can't Nobody. even attempt that last shot. Now maybe, granted, like you say, Phil has that right to say, "Look, I know my players." So Grant Hill won fill that spot. Nope, I got somebody. Grant Hill can't stay Sean, Sean Kemp won fill that spot. Tim no. Duncan. That's all I'm gonna say. Tim Duncan nope. is a beast. Nope. Sean Kemp was on his own right. And I and I and I and I and I, and I, and I, and I understand why. <laughs> but here's the thing, right? Who's facilitating if you don't have Scotty, but you got Tim Duncan? Because the triangle offense wasn't predicated. It's, it's also, it was not predicated yeah. on having a actual point guard. It's, it's also, it was predicated on it's ball also, movement. It's also mindset. And that's what, it's also mindset. So Scotty, Scotty so, was. So there's there's nobody that can replace Scotty, and the ball still wins. Well, that's an unrealistic could, question. I say Tim Duncan only because I said Kobe at first, but you can't have two people. With the killer mindset, you let have me, to play let, a role let, team. Well, let me, Kobe so wouldn't be who he Tim was. Let me, let me press to you like this. Right. Let me press you like this. Mike got six rings, right? It's only one of the motherfuckers. The Bulls got six rings. Tim Bulls. Duncan got five. Mike only has one other teammate that has six rings. Scotty. Nobody else can replace that. That's management. Steve buddy. Kerr. Yes, Steve Kerr. Phil Jackson. Robin got four. He well, don't have he six. as a player. Six? Bulls championship as a player. He only has Don't one teammate that got the same one, and, but we, and he was there every so, step of the way balling. But and it's my, a reason why this is not a discredit to Scotty, right? It's not a discredit to Scotty. If you if you if you ask me on on some heart, no, nobody can replace Scotty. So why even ask that question? But if you're gonna ask it from a basketball purist mindset, you, and we you let me finish. You're talking about the game of basketball. You're talking about that team at that time with that leader that Michael Jordan was, that coach that took the ball hogness out of Mike and made him share the ball. Whether we like like or not like LeBron James, his game, I'm not talking about his mentality. Are you asking about 
is is, is the game. Status? If you're talking about just being a facilitator of the basketball, you. LeBron can facilitate. Nah. Look, I'm going to tell you why. LeBron needs to be in control. No, he doesn't. No, he does not. And it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. No, it's just why I push back. This why I push back on LeBron. No, he does It's not a bad thing that he It's not even really pushed back on LeBron. If you have a Michael Jordan and LeBron got drafted to the Bulls under that, yeah, he could. He that, that, right that, that's all we saying. And I'm gonna tell you, right and I'm gonna tell you this: LeBron James, he fits right in. And and we're not gonna make this about LeBron James. And I don't want to come off as if I, don't I think actually Kevin love would have. as as if I actually love LeBron James like that. I don't. I don't like his game in today's game. But if you're asking that question, I'm gonna go. The perfect guy for it is LeBron James. Yes. One, he had to go down to uh, 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 Miami. And Wade had to be the guy to show him how to win. So his legacy fucked up. Le- LeBron and how he plays, and with that mindset that you got to go down to Miami and play with that, Mike ain't got to push too hard on LeBron James to, to play his role and play his when position. You take, take out he Scotty, ain't got to, and LeBron is Scotty a six-eight ball handler. LeBron don't play defense. Under Mike, he would have. Under Mike. But, but see, all I'm saying That's is, what the, I'm saying, like, like you said. Like, play defense. We glorified defense we play back team, in the 90s. We, you want to we be, talking about team defense. You want to be Gary Payton's glove. Away, you want to slap somebody's okay, so ball like Scotty. Okay, so take Scotty out the equation. What did, first, ask the question, what did Scotty bring to the table? He brought a lot. Defense, a lot of defense. Defense, quarter awareness, smart. He got this, 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 this is the one thing that people don't talk about with Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan and how uh, Scotty helped Mike. Everybody look at it from the offensive end. You know, Mike is a shutdown defender. Yeah. When you have a shutdown defender in Scotty Pippen, when yo Mike Jordan's is assignment is you, it's a fucking wrap. It's done. I'm not worried about you passing the ball, none of that shit. You locked because I know my man got this other motherfucker locked too. All right, fellas, it's check done. this out. We 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 getting a long time. What is to you all? What is the best? We're not gonna say the seventy-two and ten. We're not gonna say that. Other than the seventy-two and ten Bulls, what was the best championship run? Not the seventy-two and ten. That's always that's a given. That's a given. You said the best team. No, 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 no. I said the best run, not the best team. The best, the best run to me. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Not the seventy-two and ten. No, not seventy-two and ten. One person, one person in, one person in. Okay, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. You asked me what was the best you did, and I was like, when Mike toe tap. Uh, the Knicks on that baseline, yeah, that not, run right there. The Knicks? What that was that? what? That, that was 92, 93? Yeah, 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 yeah,
I'm, I'm so we excited. We lost to these guys so many times. Yeah, I'm so exci- and I'm so excited to be here. And I, I got to play you yeah. four four to six times a season. I agree. Maybe eight times a season. That's tough. And not only that. And they come to see them back. And not only that, they lost the first game to the Lakers. Everybody's like, oh, the Bulls is Yeah, so it's, it's, yeah. it's tough. I agree. Smooth. I'm going to go with the second one because of something that was said by B.J. Armstrong in the, in the, in the documentary, right? So now – Y'all just opened up Pandora's mic, uh, box to Mike, right? I done won that first championship. I done got over the hump of beating the bad boys. I got I got my my my, my Robin with me, Scotty. He 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 good. Now Michael is becoming more of a facilitator throughout the 82 games because now Mike ain't playing checkers. He playing chess. Y'all go ahead and y'all score y'all points, whether the game's tight or not, because come that third quarter and that fourth quarter. What was his name after, after the first one? But, Mr. Fourth Quarter. But his thing was, I'm going to let y'all go ahead and I'm going to let y'all get off. They said Mike actually was passing the ball more, but when he came to that fourth quarter. It's over with. It's over with. Ain't no triangle, and in that year, no that man that. dropped over 30-something a game. And Ooh. then and then to come out, now it's the mind games. I know I can beat you, but I know that you can't beat me. And to take that personal against Clyde freaking Drexler, and you sitting up with Magic the night before, talking about, you know I'm finna give it to you, man. You come out, you drop six? 60, yeah. Well, I'm gonna <clears throat> tell you, man. Man, <clears throat> was, man was, um, it was a hard-fought battle. Indiana. Eastern Ooh, Conference yeah. Finals. 1998? Yeah, Eastern That's Conference Finals. That's a good one. Seven games. Man, I thought they were gonna lose. I thought they was gonna lose. Indiana. I thought they was gonna lose. Reggie was giving them the looks. Listen. Man. And I'm going to say Brother. this sitting here admitted it. You pushed that man. Reggie pushed Mike G. Yeah, he pushed him. But he yeah. stepped back. He, put, he stepped back. He, pu- he back pushed him. Ball. He I pushed him. You. And Phil, you, if you look at the Dr. Sears oh again, God. look at Phil. Phil like this. <laughs> Refs ain't going to call shit. Right. <laughs> like, you ain't going to call shit. I'm talking shit. about it was a full bomb. You think yeah. you watch out. Yeah. And yeah. he stepped back and fact that. I'm like, it's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's uh, that's second to Reggie's uh, the year before that, uh, well, a couple years before that, you know, Reggie went down there and scored that motherfucker uh, eight points in six seconds down there in New York. Yeah. All right, so we're going to take a little quick commercial break. Smooth, go ahead. Hit the oh, music. I remember that. That shit hurt my heart, dude. I was mad. Yo, I was coming back from college. I'm trying to get to the game. I was like, man, you put that down yeah, Talk about motherfuckers uh, like the, that nigga from Denver. Uh, what was his name? The alcoholic. Hey, he popped nothing but you dig. What's his name? Uh, he about six eight, vice man, motherfucker. Uh, I forgot his name. Denver? Denver, what, what year? Like this around Mike Navarro. Oh, yeah, you uh, gotta be back then. The Nuggets. Nuggets. The Nuggets. The nuggets. Uh, Dale Ellis. Yeah, Dale. 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 This nigga, he, he forty million dollar player right now. This nigga. Yo, yo, we back once again, man. Uh, heated debate, good conversation, man. That's what we're doing, man. This is barbershop talk, man. You know, and we're going to treat it as such. We're not in the studio. We out here live. We got my man cutting up them tin nips over there. How them tips looking over there, Fish? Man, they all right, cuz. They all right, cuz. All right, cuz. That's what it is, man. So, really, man, again, I just want to let everybody know, man, when y'all listening to this, 
This is not paid for by Sports Talk, all right? We ain't getting paid to do this, man. This is this brother sitting around a table or around a bar or in the alley, in the garage, or in the barbershop, giving you our perspective on what we see and how we feel about things. Yes, you might hear us get into a little heated debate and cut each other off, but that's just what it is, man. It's survive. It's kill or be killed. That's what it is, man. And it ain't, ain't, ain't this what Chicago is, fellas? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's what it do, man. So, you know, you got to get in where you fit in, man. You know, if you can't get in where you fit in, then you lost. And that's just what it is. So uh, just think of it as, as a rap cypher, man. Everybody got a bar to spit, man. Everybody got something to put into it. So the formatting and everything will always get better with your, with your help and your support. Um, check us out on all uh, platforms. This will be blasted almost everywhere spotify uh apple um definitely will be on facebook i have a facebook page it's called chicago sports cypher so you guys go ahead and support uh your commentary is always needed man whether you agree or disagree uh you got some jokes in there or if you want to come get in this cypher man let us know man we'll pull up or you pull up on us man be respectful though be respectful because we will hand you your hat so uh, right now, we're going to get into what we call uh, Speak On It. And Speak On It is just something uh, that I want to give uh, all of our uh, guys that's on the show, or at least one guy on the show, to speak on some things that's, that, that's on his mind. We try to take what we are speaking on and tie it into sports, or maybe even tie it into the show. Uh, but if not, we let it go for about 15 minutes, man. Sometimes it might be controversial and other times it might be just some uh some food for thought, some food. So um I'm gonna pass uh pass the torch over to D. Uh he's got something to speak on, man, and uh I hope y'all continue to listen, man. This is not the end of this bulls talk. It's only the beginning of it because we got some things to chime in on the other side of the things, and then we also will be talking about the future of the bulls and how things are going. So D, I'm gonna give it to you, man. Speak on it, bro. Well, this is uh, this is uh, outside of the realm of sports, but sports is intertwined with this. What's the brother's name up there in Minnesota, man? George Floyd. George Floyd. Yes, Listen, sir. Listen, man. <clears throat> People say they burning up their own city, or they doing this. I don't give a fuck. It is time. A fuck, fuck, Jesse Jackson. Fuck Al Sharpton. Fuck. Let's hold on. Talk about it. We did this, and we seen this. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. Burn this shit the fuck down. I'm sick of you motherfuckers. And in my opinion, there are no good police. None. If you stand there and watch a nigga that's already handcuffed and let this man put his knee on his neck for nine minutes, you're not a good police. You're not a good police, and I'm sick of it, and I'm tired of it. Because today, we can walk out of this yard and we will be Brother George in Minnesota. Number two, for all you motherfuckers that love Tiger King, you better give Michael Vick a fucking apology for all the shit y'all said about him. Fuck y'all. Nope, Alexander Anderson. All right. What's going on, y'all? Chicago Sports Cypher. I told y'all we not just hiding behind mics. We out here on 47th and King Drive right now. It's your boy Smooth. I'm finna interview uh, a guy who's been out here for a couple hours or so. 
helping clean up out here. His name is Alexander. Alexander, welcome to the podcast, bro. Appreciate it, bro. Happy you here with me. That's what's up, man. So just give me your thoughts, man, your raw emotional feelings on the weekend and, and, and the aftermath that's going to start today and going forward. Man, what happened over this weekend, man, was disappointing. It was embarrassing to us for our community. It was something that was not effective for us trying to do it for the cause. We forgot the message and everything that we was doing. We was rebels without a cause, man. But it's people out here that we out here just like today who are out here on the ground trying to clean back up the community because we gonna have to do it ourselves. We can't wait for nobody else to come in. We're going to have to do it. We gonna have to rebuild our businesses. We gonna have to rebuild the relationships with each other. We gonna have to lower the tension between everybody because it's gonna take everybody to come together to do it. And on our show, we debated in me in particular, you know, because I keep hearing this, this theme after every senseless murder that we have to unite and that we have to come together. And I've taken my stance and said, you know what? I'm thinking about this kind of wrong. This isn't a we problem because we didn't kill Eric Gardner. We didn't kill Brother Floyd. We didn't kill, kill Tamir Rice and so many countless others uh, uh, by police brutality. It didn't start with us. What I say and what I feel is, is that America and in those communities Learn behaviors. You all need to fix that problem first before you can even put us in the middle of fixing a problem that we didn't create. True. True enough, like you said, it was an embarrassment to the city of Chicago on what we did on our part. True. Our response, our that reaction. Was our responsibility. That was our responsibility, and we gonna pay for it one way or the other, good or bad. It's gonna be some good. Like right now, I got my 15-year-old son out here. You nice. out here. We see young brothers and sisters out here yes, that care about this city. Yes, sir. So how do you feel about that? I'm not saying or preaching divide or separation, but the real topic of discussion, because we can continue having discussions. True. We can continue sitting up saying that we're going to unite. But where's the unite when it's steadily coming from a, a one-sided thing? True. I can see if black cops were standing on white kids next. True. I can see that. But what we continue to see, and I think this is the frustration of the community, is that it keeps happening after we keep saying we forgive and we're going to move forward. True. What's your response to that? My response is, brother, you exactly right about that. It got to start at home. It has to start with exactly what you were just saying, being an example. You have your son out here. You're not just saying or just talking about things. We actually showing them the right way to go about affecting change, the right way about trying to rebuild our community, the right way about bringing everybody together. Because at the end of the day, we got to save ourselves, meaning us as a community. And that's going to start within the community first before we can even try to integrate into back into American society. And that's where we're going to leave it, man. This is Smooth, man. Chicago Sports Cypher, man. We'll see y'all. Appreciate it, brother. Bless. Here with another interview, y'all. Chicago Sports Cypher, man. I'm here with a store owner here on 47th Street called Collab. All right? I'm here with the store owner. His name is Ben. Yeah. How you doing, man? Thanks. All right. So, uh, your thoughts, man, on everything that happened this weekend. 
particularly here on 47th Street. What were your thoughts and emotions? Okay, my thoughts and emotions about the whole thing, I think people taking it the wrong way, but they reacting out of just being locked up and cooped up. So I'm just trying to get out here and send some positive energy, you know, come back without protest or anything, but attest to what we can do together. Okay, and what are some of the things that we can do together, man, just to build and rebuild actually out here? Um, the thing we can do is uh, talking to each other, not encouraging outrage, you know what I mean? Being at peace and understanding we all going through this together, so we got to stay together and not go against each other. Stop something before you start something. Okay, and that's what's real, man. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about your business, man. Oh, okay, well, it's a uh, paint sip, so it's also a creative social club, so we allow people to come and express themselves through art. And is there any kind of uh, media th that you want to put out here? that they can check you oh, out. Yeah. Uh, make sure you all find us at uh, www.letscollab.com. That's L-E-T-S-K-A-L-A-B.com or at Let's Collab on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Show love. Nah, hey, man. Don't Chicago Sports Cypher. Ben, appreciate Perfect. you, brother. Perfect. Love it.